from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Uh, so they had a big press conference yesterday for the Eglinton LRT. I don't know if y'all saw this. Oh, God, what they happened? Were, they were hoping for some sort of timeline or approximate date on when it would open. They did not provide that, but they did say that there are approximately 260 deficiencies currently with the construction and the tracks oh that need God. to be dealt with along the line. <laughs> oh, measure twice, cut once. So that's what, that's what they were saying is that there's parts of the track that are millimeters off and when you're talking millimeters that matters a lot because 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 here's the thing it's not that like it's going to slow it down or anything when 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 the tracks are millimeters off yeah the 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 only risk involved is the um the the train like skipping the track and like flying off (laughs) (laughs) measure twice how do you do that Uh, jabronis jabronis those are tracks that were like th- those portion yeah of the tracks were the ones that were, were done all built during World Cup. <laughs> I was gonna say either on a Friday or a Monday or that. <laughs> Just saying. I don't mean to stereotype at all. LRT they never get done. Oh, I love that so... some of the signs that still say like oh, fall 2023. Yeah, right. Oh my god. Yeah, what a mess. Did they also announce how much it's going to cost to fix? Oh, no, no, no. It's all part of the trail billions and billions of dollars. Damn. So I think that the uh the original project was set to be 5 billion and then I think now currently at completion they're estimating 13 billion. Oh my god. Right? Something like that. How do you make well, that back? Anyway. Go fund me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Poker stars. Yeah. I don't, I don't like <laughs> Sportsnet bets. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how you make that kind of money back, man. You gotta lay down some big money to make uh-huh. that kind of money. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. R.I.P. Jerry Springer. Oh, R.I.P. King. It was really great yesterday because uh, Springer was trending, but everybody else was trending as well because people were doing their Mount Rushmore of millennial sick days. <laughs> yeah. And it was like Jerry Springer, Bob Barker. Some people had Montel on there. Oh, yes. Some, some people had Judge oh, Judy God, on Williams. there. What was it, Maureen? Oh, oh, you don't know yet. Uh, some people had Judge Judy on there, but they That's were all uh, they were all paying tribute to the, uh, the the people who kept you company on daytime TV and Jerry Springer. during those uh, during those sick days for for millennials. So here's a little bit of uh, Jerry Springer. As well. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. I am the father of 
the destruction of Western civilization. Our show is as silly, crazy, outrageous, sometimes as stupid as you can get. I was hired to be a ringleader of a circus. It's a lot of fun. It's a great job. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for having me. There's never been a moment that I ever thought I was better than the people who appear on our stage. I'm not better, only lucky. Till next time, take care of yourself and each other. Uh, Springer's final thoughts. Never missed a Springer's I final know. thought. I'm re- I was going through some of the obits and stuff yesterday. I saw a thing on CBC last night during the hockey game where I thought they were a little bit too, like, people are being a little bit too harsh. Like, did you not get what Jerry Springer was doing? You know what I mean? Oh, totally. Like, they were people. Like, oh, the, why? The, the, people were taking it for serious? Yeah, just like, you know, he revolutionized, you know, daytime television you know, some say for the worst, right? Like I, I know the well, reputation of the show and everything else, he wasn't right? Out here trying to be Doctor Phil, but it was a goof, right? Totally. Like the, the show was a goof, and I get that, and we all understood. I know. I mean, TV, uh, TV guy did call it the worst show in television history, right? Oh. And and that's fine, and that's fine, right? But I think when you're doing the obit on the man, like I, I think people were They're, being a little bit too, a little bit too harsh. Like they were treating him like, uh, like somebody who is legitimately awful. Right, like they were. They, it's like when they were. It, was, it would be like eulogizing like Tucker Carlson or something like that. Where yeah, like, sure. where there's like a lot of legitimate things. Like I don't think Jerry Springer ever hurt anybody. I mean, he lost his job on city council in Cincinnati in the seventies because he, he paid the mayor? because he paid a prostitute with a personal check, mm. and right. then he became mayor. Yeah. He became the man became mayor after that, right? Like <laughs> because Jerry, come on now, Jerry, right? Jerry, Jerry. Um, damn it, Maury was a huge Jerry Springer fan, oh God, and years yeah. ago when um, when Maury was still chasing famous people down to do uh, like birthday greetings and stuff like that, uh, this this video is Jerry Springer like standing on the set of the Springer Show. Listen to this. Hey, Jerry Springer here. I wanted to personally invite you to my buddy Maury's 30th birthday party. <laughs> Please see the attached for all the info. Looking over the list that this invite went to, I recognize a few names from my show. Didn't some of you confess to loving your cousin's dog and sleeping with your mom's brother who is now a woman? Oh, my God. Anyway, I won't be able to be there, but I know Maury is an outstanding, good-looking, amazing guy at his job. World-renowned producer, voice artist. Oh, my God. Anyway, did you write this? Okay, well, it's a good thing I agree. Have a good time, everyone, and happy 30th. There you go, right? We, uh, we, Maury was still doing that ago? stuff when he started working on this show, and then we forbade, forbade, forbode, forbidded. We, we, yeah. told him, we told him not to do this stuff anymore. I don't, I don't, know, yeah. what that, I don't know what that word is. Because <laughs> didn't you offer at one point, Maury, too, to just like, didn't you offer to be like uh, Lindsay Lohan's dad's chauffeur? I was. I drove his car for <laughs> right? him. Like he paid me in cookies. Yeah, yeah. See, stuff like that. Like, Maury was so... Is that so... code for drugs? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Ed Sheeran played guitar and sang on the stand in the courtroom yesterday. What? <laughs> As part of his testimony in the copyright yeah, infringement the trial. <laughs> yeah, they got a free show uh, where he's accused of uh, having thinking out loud, be a direct copy of Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On. Uh, Ed played the opening line in an attempt to rebuke the testimony of the plaintiff's expert witness, who is a music expert. Uh, yesterday, the expert claimed that the chords Ed played in the first 24 seconds of the song were, quote, virtually identical to Let's Get It On. And then Ed denied that, and he played the chords in the way the expert described, and then played the two versions to show the difference. Uh, Ed said uh, it helps his argument. Obviously, it works very, very well for him, but it's not the truth. <laughs> so they got a free show. 
You know, it's funny. Imagine he just changed up the arrangement and was like, it's always been this way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> thinking out loud. <laughs> I'm thinking out loud. When your legs don't work like they used to. I'm thinking out loud. Wow. That's actually kind of fire. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, remix. Yeah. You know what? The, yeah. the timing for this. Yeah. The timing for this is like yeah. terrible. Because then they have the album coming out next Wednesday. Oh, or no. not Wednesday, next Friday. Yeah. Well, he's been going through this. This is like his second time. And this will not be his last because apparently there's more of these like waiting uh. for him too. Yeah, it's crazy. But the difference is though, right, is that in the last one where Ed won, where he was accused of ripping a song off, it was a judge that was to decide. Oh. Uh, this one, there's a jury. So you're up to like... Dumbasses. Yeah, yeah, but a free concert helps. I know. And how do you say no to that, right? Like, you know, you get get a free Ed Sheeran show out of it. When your legs don't work like these do before, and I can't sweep you off of your feet. Will your mouth still remember the taste of my love? Will your eyes still smile for me with the cheeks? Thinking out loud, thinking out loud. All I do is think out loud. Thinking out loud, thinking out loud. All I do is thinking out loud. Right? Yeah, that's wow. it. That nothing yeah. like Marvin Gaye. No, nothing. I don't even know yeah, where they got beautiful. this from. What a stupid ass right? lawsuit. Case dismissed. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, according to a few people who were in attendance at the Steve Martin and Martin Short show, mm-hmm. as they do uh, their whole stand-up routine and everything else, um, they mentioned on stage, because they showed a picture on stage of the two of them with their new Only Murders in the Building co-stars, uh, Meryl Streep and Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. And uh, at one point, Martin said, catch the new season August 8th. Oh, so Only Murders, apparently, according to Martin Short, is coming back August 8th. And then he said, our show is like Steve trying to pee. It streams for 33 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, have they, ever brought, they haven't brought that show to Canada yet. It's huh? coming this summer. Is it? Yeah. Okay, good. I'd, I'd really like to go. Let's <laughs> <Those> do. <two. sighs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, so when everybody bought Twitter blue, one of the things that came with Twitter blue was the availability for you to upload video up to 60 minutes long, which is an incredible amount. So previously the limit was 10 minutes and Uh it was only a matter of time before somebody really started to abuse the 60 minute video length because over the weekend, the entire Super Mario's movie pirated was uploaded on Twitter oh, in two no. in two separate tweets. As we know, the Super Mario movie surpassed a billion dollars worldwide at the box office, and it was uploaded on Twitter over the weekend. A Twitter user by the name of OMG It's Ashley posted the entire <laughs> ni- I know posted the entire ninety two minutes. Uh, of the movie in two separate tweets, which amassed over 9 million views before it was pulled down. Oh, my God. The account is now suspended from Twitter, although another user... OMG, it's Ashley, too? ...who shared OMG, it's Ashley's. This person is uh, vids that go hard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sick. Uh, was not suspended and uh, before that was pulled down amassed 8.5 million views so that's uh, 9 mil from one 8.5 from another in the span of a day 
on what's Twitter. The, what's so, the next account going to be? OMG, I, it's I Ashley's know. vids that go hard? Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, uh, damn. God, people sitting there watching full movies on Twitter? Yeah. That's crazy, man. That's nuts. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, part of Queen Street is set to be closed starting today for, oh, not long, four and a half years. <laughs> In order to uh, build the interchange station for that Ontario line, the people got to take that over. Like it's 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 going to have to be an active thing before people find out what they're going to wind up calling it. Nobody is going to call that thing the Ontario line. Nobody is going to say the Ontario line. Like they'll come up with some sort of cool nickname for it, the O line or whatever, or whatever it's going to be. But they like. Isn't it just another? So they already have the one line, the two line. This will just be the three line. It's just, just what, a construction name. They'll add it to the the uh, one, two, threes. I you would think, you would think. But uh, Queen will be closed to uh, vehicles between Bay and Young, as well as between Young and Victoria. That starts today. Uh, however, Metrolink's official said pedestrian access along there uh, no. will not be disrupted. Metrolink. Listen to this. They mess. say four years now, Bro. but then in four years they're going to be like. We made a couple of oopsies yeah. in another four years. Well, because they're building a train station underneath the Queen Station, right? Like under, underneath, so underneath. You already right? can't drive on King, now no. part of Queen, so where do you go? Okay, so listen, this is oh, this is for the commuters. Listen to this mess. Westdown shuttle buses from River Street will go along Queen East, down to Church Street, across Richmond, up Bay and West on Queen to Bathurst. If you're heading east, it's the same route, except buses will go eastbound along King before going north on Church. Eastbound buses will go along Broadview, north to and west on Girard, east and then down south south on river uh, before heading westbound onto Queen Street East. The 501 streetcar will be operating, but diverting at McCall, Dundas, and Broadview. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, uh, work from home, everybody. What a mess that is going to be. Work oh in that my area. God. Uh, and, but you'll still be able to drive north-south on Young. So, like, it's closed in between. Like, Young is sort of separating the two sections that oh, well, are, gee, are thank gonna God be, are going to be closed <laughs> off. Because we know once you're on Young, you can't turn left until North Bay. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that's it. Like, you can't. Once you're on Young, I was, I got trapped on Young. I went six blocks out of my way. I couldn't turn. Well, you can turn on Richmond if no one sees you. I was, I was beyond Richmond if nobody sees you. Yeah, because that's not populated at all. Richmond Street. (laughs) I do it all the time. My God. Yeah, no. Once you're on Young, oh, I avoid Young. Accidentally turned on it. I had to go, I went into the Eaton Center parking lot. How do you do that by mistake? What do you mean? Yeah. There's a giant sign that says parking lot. No, because I was on Young and I couldn't turn anywhere, uh-huh. right? So I had to make a right into the Eaton Center parking you're, lot. You're not allowed to do that. I did. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess no one saw you. No, it's because I was, I was fine. You can't make a left into the Eaton Center parking lot. You can make a right in the Eaton Center parking lot. No, you can't. You're only allowed to go straight from Shooter into it. Oh, but that's what I did. I went in and I paid money and then came out the other side. And went <laughs> oh, no. Oh yeah. How yeah. much did you pay? I don't know. What is it? Like $13, something like that? You to paid pay? $13 to make a U-turn? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> How rich I are did. you? Very, Maury, very. I'm $13 for a U-turn rich, which really, realistically, let's be honest, is not that rich. That's not a flex. I'm just talking about my frustrations, okay? Wow. That is not, that's not a flex. And this isn't recent. This is like two years ago, something like that, okay? Like I didn't. Well, now how much can you pay for a U-turn? Still thirteen dollars. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. All right, so let's get into this Tony Danza clip that went viral over the weekend. What Tony happened? Danza. Samantha. Hey. 
Mrs. Rosini, we're not coming back to Brooklyn. Okay, so there's a uh, there's a red carpet reporter named uh, Rye Myers who posted this on TikTok. And he was covering the opening night Broadway of New York, New York, right? Yeah. And so I guess he was doing like theme questions or whatever. So he posted this on TikTok and he goes, want to see one of the more crazier moments from my life on red carpets. Here it is with Tony Danza. Uh, him touching my face, that has me a little, and then emoji. Uh, but I handled it beautifully because I'm a professional. Hashtag red carpet. Hashtag celebrities behaving badly. Hashtag oh rude. Hashtag, hashtag Broadway. And we've gone through this now. Remember with Hugh Grant getting raked over the coals for his Ashley Graham interview at the Academy Awards. Uh -huh. So here is Tony Danza and I believe his wife um, being interviewed by Rye Myers. How are you? Good to see you again. Good. Hi, Tony. How are you? I'm Rye. How you doing? We're right here. How are you folks doing tonight? Well, excited. It's so great, right, to be in, uh, here at New York, New York? Absolutely. Right. We just saw John Relax Peter. a little. You're more excited than we are. Take it easy. It's exciting. It's a great night. I know, night. I know, I know, I know. Okay. So what's your um, favorite uh, Candor and Ed moment in musical theater? I just had it. I was hugging him. Isn't that something else? I just had it, yeah. yeah. Now, what's your favorite New York City staple food item? Is it a pizza or hot dog? You know what? You got to do money. You got to come up with better questions. Come on, let's go. I got to go. Thank you, Tony. Oh, man. That's so rude. Tony Danza. Mrs. Rosini got me too happy with you about that. Okay. So let me defend Tony Danza a little bit here. Uh, sure. and, and I'm not, I'm, I'm, and, I'll, and I could also defend the, the, the reporter as well. Um, but there was, there was a, a real great sort of moment that came out of that Hugh Grant, Ashley Graham thing at the Academy Awards, which is the, the notion that red carpets and even curiosity when it comes to talking to somebody, there is a lack of sort of anything intellectual because the mantra, the mandate is that everything has to be super dumb and super quick, mm -hmm. right? And we have all failed. Anybody who has failed doing something on a red carpet, we've all tried something on a red carpet and failed on a red carpet. But I will say to this guy, Rye Myers, you have to try. Yeah. Right. You know what? You got to do money. You got to come up with better questions. Come you got to go. go. Thank you, Tony. You got to try. Okay. So you got Tony Danza there at the opening of a Broadway show and you're cutting clips for TikTok on whether Tony Danza prefers um, pizza or hot dogs. And that's fine for you. That's fine if the content you want to do, but you can't get pissed when people like Tony Danza don't want to participate in your TikTok. What's better hot dogs or pizza content? He went into that interview right? with the mindset of what do I need for TikTok exactly. versus what do I need for is, what I get paid to do? For there's no curiosity as to what Tony Danza is all about, even on a basic level. Like there's no curiosity about how he's feeling. There's nothing personal about what he was doing. Like Tony right. Danza was meat and nobody likes being treated there's, like meat. There's a good chance that he would have answered that question had, as you said, the Rye guy ask some questions first about the play. But that's fine. Then yeah. end with the hot dog and hamburger. Hey, oh, oh, wait, I'm a Maselli. Yeah, but like even even like asking like the, the what's your favorite? Like there's other ways to say it, right? Mm -hmm. Like you could have said, Tony Danza, you're a New Yorker, right? Like when you're gone shooting a movie or when you were doing TV shows in Los Angeles, coming back to New York, what was the one thing that you would go out and eat that made you feel like you were back home again? Right? That's a New York question. Tony Danza's great, gonna answer that question. Great question. Right? You know but what do you, hot dog or pizza? What's your favorite? Like, come on. Pizza. 
right? I have St. Pete's as well. And Michael Bublé got in the comments too. To say what? Uh, he was like, hey, uh, Rye, I, uh, I feel for you, whatever. He's like, I'll go for pizza with you anytime. And then he goes, we can invite Tony Danza. Um, so a lot of people went in on this, but I just like, again, I feel for both of them. I really do. I feel for both of them. How did he not go into that interview when Tony Danza approached and be like, Closer, Tony Danza. Right, because I think that's you probably get punched in the face. <laughs> Tony Danza. Yep. You know what I mean? And, 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 and listen, there's like people have had horror stories about Tony Danza, uh-huh. right? That have worked with him in the past. And he's just grumpy and his all this stuff. Like, like you should know that at least about going, you know, talking to Tony Danza on a red carpet. Like, you should sure. know what kind of guy you're talking about. Anyway. <sighs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the morning show on Apple TV Plus has mm-hmm. been renewed for season four, although season three hasn't even run yet. Ah, season so, two is trash. Come uh, on. Yeah, no. Give but, me season but that, three and then wrap it up. I, I give them I give them a slight pause on season two because wasn't season two part of a COVID season where it everybody was. had to be separated off and so it didn't feel like the real show. I guess. Right. Yeah. I believe COVID was also in the season, though. It wasn't was. It? Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 but, yeah that's but this, right. My yeah, problem yeah. with when season two came out, yeah. it was when we were on the other side of COVID yes. in in the real world. Where yeah. things were kind of like opening up and people were like excited to get back into the world again. Yes. And then this season comes out and you're reminded of all the stuff we had to go through at the beginning of COVID. That's the mistake Grey's Anatomy made. Right. They built their whole season of television yeah. on COVID. But how are they going to know, I guess? And SVU did that too. Yeah. It's such a mistake. Like a huge mistake. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. For the first time in over 15 years, Hollywood writers are going on strike. The uh, Writers Guild of America announced that a work stoppage will begin today at uh, 1 o'clock Pacific time. In response to the labor dispute between the studios and streamers and everything fell apart in their talks, uh, the decision will have an immediate impact, as we know, like it did last time on late night shows, which rely on up to the minute writing from WGA members and latest news developments and all that other stuff. Uh, If a strike goes on for a longer period of time, the Guild has warned that it could set back the network TV season as writers uh, for fall premieres tend to start work now in May. Um, This is Jimmy Fallon on the Met Gala red carpet last night talking about the writer's strike. Uh, You know, hopefully that there is no strike. That's what I'm kind of hoping for. We'll find out tonight, you know, but uh, I wouldn't have a show for my writers and I support them all the way. They got to have a fair contract and they got a lot of stuff to iron out and uh, hopefully they get it done. If there is a strike, do you go dark? If there's a strike, uh, yeah, I think we we will. Yeah, I think we'll we'll go dark. Whatever I can do to support. Uh, the guild. Uh, I am actually in the writers' guild as well. So, uh, yeah, I couldn't do the show without them, and I support my whole staff. So, the last time the writers' guild uh, went on strike, it was the 2007-2008 season, and it lasted a hundred days, oh, and man. it set television back like a full year. Right. That's so, insane. yeah, and it's everything. Right. It's it's everything. Like it's all the streamers, all the networks, all the like everything. Like yeah. all these shows. Like we're just so used to new content dropping. 
because the first time this happened, like we didn't have Netflix and we didn't have Prime and Prime Disney and Disney. Like we didn't have Ooh, all, all this nothing. Stuff. Yeah. We didn't have these we just relied shows. on network television. Yeah, we didn't have these streamers where we're just so used to like every Friday. Like you just go through all your streamers and you're like, what's new? Mm-hmm. And there is always something there. Uh, so I don't know if people still have stuff in the can that they're like anticipation of a writer's strike mm-hmm. where they'll still be able to release new stuff. But woof, like you look at other shows, like what's supposed to be shooting right now? Like Stranger Things, they got to get going soon. Like all those shows, right? Everything's filming. New Everything. season of Squid Game. New season of Squid Game. Well, they're not American. Oh, right. Right? Oh, right, yeah. So you're going to get a lot of that. Didn't you say that uh, the last writer strike, that's what brought on more reality TV? It was, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because so uh, more episodes of... That stuff, I guess? I guess. I guess. Yeah, because there was a huge reality boom after the last writer's strike. Anyway. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Leafs game one tonight. Florida Panthers. Leafs have home ice advantage, which is kind of cool. Uh, however, the big story is going on in Florida because tickets for the games that will happen in Florida three and four uh, went on sale, but they were restricted to residents of the U.S. only for the first 24 hours. Uh, the American sort of arm of Ticketmaster would like return money if somebody tried to buy tickets on there that their billing address was outside of the U.S. Um, they want to keep it to local fans for the first 24 hours, and then after that, they will open it up to anybody. So I guess they just don't want that lower bowl like it was in Tampa Bay. Yeah. Full of because if you listen to that, if you listen to that, when, Bro, when like Toronto, when Toronto, it was sounded like a home game. Please. But I think that what what they're also missing out on here or what they're not aware of is there's a lot of people who just go to Florida Panthers games because they live in Florida and they cheer for them and everything else. But there's a lot of those people that will flip the second the Maple Leafs walk into that building. Like there's oh, a lot, there's a lot of Homer fans yeah. that are like, I'm a Homer fan until they play Toronto. And then I go back to loving Toronto. Like, I don't think that this is going to work, um, but you know, they can, they can try. Um, I don't know if you saw that video of that crazy, awesome, Super fan. He's like the 2023 version of Dart Guy. Remember Dart Guy? <laughs> yeah. The guy with the blue face with the cigarette, the unlit cigarette in his mouth. He became famous. Oh, that guy's up to. Uh, Probably so, mad as hell. Billy right now. <laughs> uh, so Billy Capagianis is the sort of new guy. He went viral for losing his mind at the Leafs game. I don't know I, if you saw when he was on BT I did. last week. No, oh, no. my God. Take them down. <laughs> <laughs> no. This guy is great. I love him. Uh, Damn it, Maury caught up with uh, super fan Billy to get his take on Leafs being, uh, uh, Leaf fans being blocked from buying tickets. The Canadian fans are being blocked out of going to Florida. How does that make you feel? Very upsetting. It's, (laughs) it's, it's terrible because, uh, you know, um, Mm. you can be vacationing in Florida, Uh your wife and kids, and they want to go to the game and they can't go. Like who, who makes these rules? Like, I don't understand. Like me now. Uh, I want to go to the game. Yeah. Well, I have to climb obstacles to get to the game. It's uh-huh. very, very upsetting. Billy, as the biggest <laughs> Leafs fan, this must make you so oh, mad. You have no idea. It makes my <laughs> blood boil. Fuming. Like now, like, I'm fuming right now. Oh, yeah. This really, really upsets yeah. me. Yeah. Because as Leaf fans, as passionate Leaf fans, this is very, very upsetting. And for us, it's great because Florida is only two hours away. And you know what? 
And by putting in this dumb rule, it re- it's really, really upsetting for me. I, I don't want to start losing my marbles again over something like this. Yeah, Maury doing his very best to try and get him to scream. <laughs> but tell me, yeah, how yeah, angry are yeah, you? You must be furious. Yeah, you don't sound angry enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, game one tonight is 7 o'clock, Woo! okay? Yes, okay. Let's go! The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Wow, Vice Media is headed for bankruptcy. No way! Yes, it is. What? Apparently, they never turned a profit, according to one article. So in 2017, Vice was valued at $5.7 billion with 3,000 employees. They had their own cable network, more than a dozen websites, two shows on HBO, their own ad agency, a film studio, and a record label, as well as a bar in London. And uh, as of today, I think they have 45 days to try and uh, sell it off. And there were a couple of buyers, but none of them are looking like it will happen. Uh, I believe it was in 2015, Disney offered to buy Vice for $3 billion. And uh, that never materialized as well. We did a big thing at this company with Vice years ago. Remember that when they did that? They did like a big... Interview I don't know. And that, there was something and that, that guy, happened, and that, and that guy came up here, and they were both wearing leather jackets, and <laughs> they they get, like they gave them their own TV channel and stuff like that, yeah. and yeah. And, they, and they got no content out of it. Like they didn't they didn't produce anything. No, but they the the they when they came to Canada, Vice, and tried to do, to do that big deal. I think they kind of hustled a little. I, bit. It was a total hustle because they put two big media companies. Yeah. They made deals with both without telling the other. Yeah. Well, because they, they they took over A&E in the States, right? Yeah. And then they did a deal here with Rogers. And, but the, they saved all of their- And then they also their, did like a side deal with Bell. But they saved, yeah, but they, they saved all their good stuff for the for the channel in the States. Yeah. And they didn't bring any of the good stuff up here. Like, it's crazy. They so had so it. many like, websites, so many websites. And you know me, I'm like <clears throat> all in on YouTube, right? So I subscribe to their Vice channel, Vice TV. I yeah. think Noisy is also um, one of the uh, yeah, and Loud. I think is the is, is the other one. Then they had their their whole food channel that they did. They made a lot of people stars, though. Yeah, Maddie Matheson. They turned that guy into a big star. Oh, I mean, huge. Maddie Matheson turned himself into a big star. I like but, that guy. But they helped. And uh, oh, let me click on this article here too. This is another one. On like Vice? Everything. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, apparently, BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed's shares have been trading uh, below $1 for more than a week. I guess like BuzzFeed's in real trouble too. Damn. Damn. Top 10 reasons. (laughs) 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 The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Legendary Canadian uh, singer-songwriter, folk artist Gordon Lightfoot passed away at 84. Often considered one of Canada's greatest songwriters. Um... You may know this, Mocha. So this is probably his most famous, which was the uh, wreck of the Edmund Fitzgeralds. The legend lives on from the Chippewa on down. I had to sing this. We had to sing this in school assemblies. No, you did Yes, we did. No joke. The lake it is said never. You never had to sing this in school? We're not as old as you. Yeah, we had to sing this in school, man. With a load of iron ore, 26,000 tons more <laughs> than the Edmund Fitzgerald weighed empty. Yeah. So, yes. don't hate, guys. Uh, no, no hate. No hate. People listening right now yeah. as well. Please okay. don't hate. No, 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 no. Uh, no. This is the first time I am hearing. I No, that is not a surprise to anybody. This song. 
Not a surprise to anybody. From Gordon Lightfoot. Uh, What's it? Wreck of uh, Ella Fitzgerald? No, the Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Edmund Fitzgerald. Uh, he wrote songs Wait, but that... there is an Ella Fitzgerald, There right? is, definitely, oh. yeah. She was not a wreck, though. Okay. Um, there, uh, Gordon had songs recorded by Elvis Presley, Johnny Cash, Hank Williams, Bob Dylan, Barbara Streisand. Bob Dylan once said that he wished that uh, Gordon Lightfoot songs went on forever. You may know this one, Mocha. This is uh, If You Could Read My Mind. You could read my mind, love. What a tale my thoughts could tell. Do you know this version Just or the other like version? Did Gordon Lightfoot... Redo the Chris Shepard? Uh, <laughs> no, this version? is this is the original Dick Bass. Okay. Or a fortress strong with chains upon No, the one that I know has a little bit more of a beat. Yeah, because that yeah, it's the like stars the, on yeah, 54. Yeah, it's the re- it's the remix. It's oh. it's like I don't so know. They is, it, is it a remix or a cover or what would you call it? I'd say the cover. Cover. So Cuz if you remixed it it'd be Gordon's voice. Yeah, stars uh, stars on 54. 54 for the movie. This one I know. This track, yeah. Well. Movies. I've danced a many night to this. Same, actually, Mark. <laughs> Together, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, this one I Right? Know. Okay, so they took this from yes. Gordon Lightfoot. Yo, how much do you think Gordon Lightfoot made from this remix? A lot oh, of money. A lot. A ton, right? A lot Because this was played a lot back in the day. A lot of money. It reached number three. Yeah. Yeah, wow. like it is, uh, like you, you don't know. And, and people only know that version, right? Like yeah. people, like it's so funny, like how songs become legendary from using other songs. You used to get like this in early hip hop, like the early hip hop that I used to like, but even like Mariah, like fantasy, that whole riff in fantasy mm-hmm. that is just so synonymous with Mariah Carey mm-hmm. was like a whole other track. Yes, that, yeah. that just sounds very similar to the Mariah Carey track. Totally. Right? Well, R.I.P. Gordon Lightfoot. R.I.P. Gordon Lightfoot. Uh, absolute, absolute legend. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Celebrity Prom went down last night, a.k.a. the Met Gala. Um, the theme was Carl Lagerfeld, a line of beauty. And so Carl Lagerfeld uh, passed away a few years ago. So they decided to build an entire night around the theme of Carl Lagerfeld. Mm-hmm. Now, you saw a lot of cats, right? So Jared Leto showed up in like a full cat furry outfit. Like mm-hmm. you didn't even know who he was. What's the significance of cats? Okay, so I'll, give me, me. I'll get to that. Don't you worry. Um, so Jared Leto showed up in like a full cat outfit. Uh-huh. Doja Cat showed up with like prosthetics where her face looked like a cat and then mm-hmm. she had a sparkly cat ears kind of thing. Lil Nas X showed up in like a futuristic sort of silver looking cat in silver underpants with whiskers and, and everything else. So the reason for the cat is that Carl Lagerfeld's cat was very famous. Chopet. Is very famous. Is very oh, famous. Chopet. Okay. So Chopet was one of these cats that lived a life of luxury, especially when Carl Lagerfeld was still alive. I spell Chopet. S H O W C H O U P E T T E. So she flies private. She has her own iPad. She took her meal from three different plates. Carl Lagerfeld once said one was for water, one was for her little croquette, and one was for her pate. 
Okay. Excuse me. She did, by the way, Chopet did receive an invitation to the Met Gala uh-huh. to celebrate her former owner, Karl Lagerfeld. But Chopet's agent. The cat got an agent? Okay. Chopet's agent mm. sent Chopet's regrets, saying, Many people invited me to walk the red carpet for the Met Gala 2023 in tribute to Daddy. But we preferred to stay peacefully and cozy at home. We paid tribute to Daddy every day since his parting, and we are very moved to see one more day dedicated to him. So That's beautiful. Thank you. It's a well-spoken cat. Uh, so here is uh, Doja Cat uh, doing an interview with Vogue for TikTok on the red carpet, done up in a cat suit. Mm-hmm. About this. Wow. I mean, who? Wait, so who made it? Wow. Hold on. Wow. Okay, so something a little different. So, what was your inspiration for tonight? Be honest with me and go into detail. Wow. 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 So, what are you excited to see in there today? Um. Wow. Is it your first met? Wow. I'll see you in there. So, okay. okay yeah. uh, so, Doja Cat, as a cat, uh-huh. like Vogue knew, right? Yes, they okay. did. Yes. She did other interviews, but they weren't nearly as interesting as this. Yo, her, right here? Hold on. Wow. Wow. Okay, so something a little different. So, what was the Oh, this right here, right here, right here. Wow. 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 Like, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, not bad. Doja Cat. I mean, if her name is Doja Cat, she got to be able to do it, right? Yeah. That's pretty good. Wow. Wow. Now, did anyone else who was dressed so, up as a cat at the Met Gala last night answer in no, cat language? No, no. However, uh, so Jared Leto showed up in this big, giant cat costume. Nobody knew who he was. Huh? And then he got out of the cat costume and wore, like, a black sheer top. You could see his nipples, everything else. And then he just carried the giant cat head around with him all night. And then Which other celebrities were putting it on and everything else. It's tribute to when he carried an actual... His head own of head. himself. Yeah. Remember that oh. when he showed up with his own head? Yeah, his weird. like severed head under his arm? He's so weird. Wow. So here is uh, Jared Leto on the red carpet of the Mets. Who did you tell you were coming? Nice to be here. It's great to see you guys. You know, uh, I knew Carl. Uh, he was always such a kind man to me. Uh, and I, I could just imagine him looking down with a big smile on his face, uh, seeing Chupette. In all his glory, is his favorite little cat. Uh, so it's a pleasure to be here and support this benefit. You know, I, I'm playing Coral in a movie. Uh, and when I when I, I spoke to him, I said, the first time I met him, I said to him, I said, you know, one day I, I've got to be you on film. And he said to me, uh, only you, my love, only you. So, very nice. So uh, a lot of no-shows last night, though, at the Met Gala. So there was no Blake Lively, no Taylor Swift, no Beyonce, no Lady Gaga, no Selena Gomez, no Katy Perry, no Bella Hadid. Uh, Blake Lively's absence was so noted that she was actually trending on Twitter above the Met Gala itself because everybody always loves to see what um, Blake Lively is wearing. Now, part of this is because just had a baby, um, uh, Taylor Swift on tour, Katy Perry getting American Idol. But a lot of people had thought that some of the big no-shows were because of Carl Lagerfeld. Sort of, he's got some controversial things in his mm. past, his comments on uh, the Me what Too movement, etc. Rihanna, 
No idea. She was there, but she didn't say anything. No, no, no. But she showed up. I think they did. I read um, that they closed the red carpet. Yeah. And then she showed up. They had to like reopen it. Yeah, yeah. Rihanna shows up late, right? You know, they're going to open it up for Rihanna. They're they're going to open it back up. Uh, So so Kim Kardashian was there. However, however, Kris Jenner wasn't there. Kourtney Kardashian wasn't there. Oh. Khloe Kardashian wasn't there. And the rumor, rumor is they're off the list. The rest of them are off the list? Yes. Kim's on the list. The rest off the list. Maybe Kylie. Kylie might oh, be Kylie on the, was there. Yeah. I saw Kylie, a photo of Kylie on the right But uh, but no Chris, no Courtney, Ooh. no Chloe. Damn. Even a cockroach got an in. Right? Yes. Yeah. We're gonna have a lot to talk about over there. Salads that's, and lattes. That's later. uncomfortable, right? Like yeah. when you, when you guys all go together and like make big statements, right? What are you talking like when you get together today? Yes. So how was your night last night? I oh know. you know. Yeah. What'd you do? Nothing. Not much. Yeah. <laughs> Went out. Yeah. But yeah, I know Maury just mentioned the cockroach. Um that made that got a lot of press, what the cockroach? cockroach. There was a giant cockroach on the, on, the, on the carpet on the stairs. Like a big cockroach. Like intentionally? Yeah, just sort of milling about. A like real a, one? Yeah, a real yeah. cockroach. Oh, and photographers were like, and they all hammed up, like they're all trying to get pictures of the cockroach. Yeah. And Who, are you here. Who are you wearing? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, I mean, and it couldn't have happened at a better event too right like the most glitzy glamorous event of the year and there's a a huge and it was climbing the stairs like making its way into the venue that's so gross. Yeah. And yeah, then when it yeah. died, Variety put out it 2023 died? to 2023. Like, they put out a memoriam. <laughs> Somebody killed it, right? Yeah. <laughs> it didn't have a heart attack. <laughs> 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 I'm not used to it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Man, they got to Matthew Nyes early. So, hockey players, historically, when you talk to them, they, they're just not excited people. Mm. Right? And you know what I mean? Like Always. They're just, I don't know what they do, what machine they run these kids through, but it lasts right up until the day they retire. Then they become entertaining with the exception of a few people, right? Paul Bezanet's one of them. He's always entertaining. That guy always has been, even when he was a player. Bezanet. Ty Domi, same way. He was always entertaining as a player. Jimmy oh, Roenick, yeah. always entertaining as a player. But man, everybody else, they run them through this machine where they just suck the life out of them. It's called like, the boring machine. They, it is. Yeah. It really is. They put is. the machine, they press the button that says ultra boring. Yes. <laughs> so Matthew Nyes, right? He's playing like, I don't even know, like his seventh pro hockey game. He was in college a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Scores his first goal as a Toronto Maple Leaf in the playoffs to tie the game with an assist from Austin Matthews, and it was a spectacularly beautiful goal. On the ice, I thought this kid's head was going to pop off. He was so amped, so amped. And then after the game, he just could not contain it. Yeah, it's a surreal feeling, especially in the playoffs. Um, you know, in, in the home arena, it's it's uh, it was a really cool feeling, and um, you know, having Austin pass that to me, it's uh, it was only fitting, and I'm just happy I could get one there. <laughs> the press the boring machine, the and boring I, button, right before I, you and, and, there. and I get you lost the game. Like maybe yeah. it would have been different had you had you won the game. And you're tired. Uh, and you're tired, but like, how do you not be like, like, you're, how do you not be like, are you seeing this right now? Yeah. 
did you see? I would be like, give me the iPad. I need to see it again. Yeah. Give me the iPad. I, like, show me on your phone right now. Show me. Right? Yeah. Give me all the angles. <laughs> Sweet gold, though. My God. Congratulations, Matthew. Uh, game two tomorrow night. Have you been following around with all the puns? No. Anytime he does something, they're like, nice goal. <laughs> yeah, nice it. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice hit. <laughs> nice one. You haven't been following any of that? People oh, have really? signs in the oh, crowd with those. Yes. Oh, so nice. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you live the dream, kid. Yeah, nice boring interview. <laughs> <laughs> you live your dream, buddy. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, John Bon Jovi doing an interview with uh, Andy Cohen talking about his son, Jake, and uh, the engagement to Millie Bobby Brown. Because when they announced their engagement, uh, Jake is 20, Millie is 19, and everybody was like, whoa, 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 hold up. These guys are too young. Uh, But, like, John Bon Jovi really doesn't have a leg to stand on. So here's the clip. Congratulations, by the way, on the big engagement news. Mm, the latest one. Yes, I got three of my four. Three of your four oh, engaged. Damn. And it made me wonder. I mean, you've been with Dorothea. For, she was your high school sweetheart. Correct. So you were together when you were young. Yeah. When your tw- almost 21-year-old says, I'm getting engaged, do you worry for them that they're too young? Or because you were so young when you were with Dorothea, you weren't engaged that young, no. but but do you worry as a dad about about how old or how young they are? I don't know if are? age matters. You know, if you find the right partner and, and, and you grow together, I think that would be my advice really is growing together is, is wise. Right. Growing together. And and so I think that all of my kids have found the people that they think they can grow together with, and and we like them all. That's a great answer. Yeah. Do you watch Stranger Things? Uh, I've seen it, of course. <laughs> Millie's wonderful. Her whole family are great. Yeah. Really, really great. Jake is very, very happy. Wow. God, his wife Dorothea. Could you? So they, John Bon Jovi and Dorothea met in high school, right? Mm-hmm. High school sweethearts, and then they leave high school, and he becomes John Bon Jovi of Bon Jovi in the 80s. Like, there are Navy SEALs. There's prison guards in maximum security prisons. There's a lot of stressful jobs out there. Mm-hmm. Being the high school sweetheart of the guy who becomes John Bon Jovi has to be one of the most stressful jobs anyone has ever done in their life. Oh, yeah. She... Like, that would she be... She went through it. The, she went through it. Right? Like, oh, we're not talking a couple of months. We're talking okay. decades. Yes. Like, what? that woman. Still. That, like, they're yes. still touring now. Oh, that woman. Like, she like, doesn't those, have anything to worry about, those, but still. Those fans, like, oh, my God. Like, I couldn't imagine. I am not built for that. I don't know, Dorothy, what she's built different, man. Not. Nah, they, they've, they've got an arrangement. You, know. you think? You have no. to. So, no. listen, no. When, you, when you are the spouse of a rock star like that, you just got to know that. I'll tell you, having having been deep into that world, right? Like deep into that world when I was younger, like that was my jam, like all that stuff. Uh You never heard one single story about John Bon Jovi. Not one. Runs a tight ship. Not one. Yeah. Not one. Faithful, man. Oh, the stress. (laughs) The stress. Big up Dorothea. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Jamie Foxx is still in the hospital. 
I was looking for an update on him because you remember he collapsed. He had a, quote, medical emergency, and Mm -hmm. nobody's really saying what it was. I read somewhere that somebody thought that it might have been a stroke, but that's not confirmed. Uh, So the exact condition remains uh, a complete secret within the family. Um, but people within the family just keep saying, pray for Jamie. This was back on April 12th when he suffered something on set of the movie he was doing with Cameron Diaz. And they're really uh, keeping it a secret. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this was in Atlanta and then they continued filming, right. Mm -hmm. And they were using like a body double, like a stunt guy to sort of finish out scenes. And I don't know how far into that movie they were, but I guess Jamie was set to do uh, a new television show and he's not doing it. They've replaced him as the host of this, uh, this TV show because he's still like, he's still in the hospital. So no idea what is actually going on with Jamie Foxx, but he has, there's been no information and no real updates other than pray for Jamie. And this oh, happened man. April 12th, and he's still there. <sighs> so that's incredible, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, over back to the Met Gala uh, celebrity prom that happened on Monday night. Chloe Feynman from SNL was doing interviews, and she's getting destroyed online. Why? I kind of want to defend her a little bit, though. So Chloe Feynman, by the way, is the SNL star who does that incredible Drew Barrymore impression. That's, I you may... love her. Okay, yes. Yes, I just that's... have to... Google and yes, I do know her. So there was a couple interviews that she did. There was one interview that uh, she did talking to Stella McCartney, um, Aubrey Plaza, and Madeline Klein, mm-hmm. where she's like she introduces Stella and then Madeline, and then she gets to Aubrey Plaza, and then she calls her Audrey. Oh no! And then and then um, and then Aubrey Plaza sort of makes up a last name and says it into the microphone, which is incredibly filthy, by the way. Like we yeah. bleeped it. Um, and then uh, Stella McCartney at one point looks at Chloe Feynman and is like, are, are you like, what's going on here? Like, are you taking this seriously? So here's the whole exchange. Okay. Wow. Look at these three lovely ladies. We have Stella McCartney, Madeline Klein and Audrey's. Well, I'll take it. Damn. And now tell us about this look. It's a look. It's a look. Uh-oh. And that's it. And this, uh, this is Stella McCartney. Oh, wow. McCartney. Great, great. Now, Stella, you took over from Carl Lagerfeld. You're not taking this seriously. I am. I think it's very serious. No, I, I'll be more serious. We can jump I did. Oh, my fashion. God, don't do that. No, no, okay. It's, this is, okay. Oh, no. Now, Audrey, is this an alter ego oh, no. of yours? Who, explain to me Audrey's She just likes to have a good time. Does the right thing, says the right thing at all times. Oh, no. Cheerio. And Madeline, you look lovely. And it's just Madeline, right? Not Madeline. Great. Great. Well, I guess we'll see you three inside. Okay. So, okay. So So awkward. So, uh, but here's the thing is that like Aubrey Plaza was on SNL. They did a skit together. They know each other, right? So this was clearly a bit. But I just don't think Stella the McCartney knew really what was what was going on because then um, uh, Chloe Feynman is also getting ripped for the interview that she did with Emily Blunt where Emily Blunt was on the red carpet and Chloe Feynman asked her if she was one stomach flew away from her goal weight. <laughs> Um, to which um, Emily Blunt said that she had pizza just before coming to the event, saying, uh, I'm thinking I'm covered up, so I'll be all right. And then I tried to put on my skinny pants. Uh, I don't know what to hell. Um, but 
So to say that Chloe Fineman was like unprepared or didn't know who any of these people were, she was very prepared because that line, are you one stomach flu away from your goal weight, is like a super famous line that Emily Blunt says in The Devil Wears Prada. Oh, I did not know that. Right? You look so thin. Do I? Oh, it's for Paris. Well, I'm on this new diet. It's very effective. Well, I don't eat anything. And when I feel like I'm about to faint, I eat a cube of cheese. Well, it's definitely working. I know. I'm just one stomach flu away from my gold weight. Right? Okay. So she's referencing that. So she wasn't the disaster. She was just doing a bit that fell flat. She's trying to do comedy. Yeah, it just fell flat, yeah. right? It just fell flat. And if you've ever seen interviews with Aubrey Plaza, like Aubrey Plaza as a guest on a talk show is oh, a troll. Yeah. Like she is a complete troll. The only thing she does is make people uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So that exchange between them was like right up Aubrey Plaza's alley kind of okay. thing. So I will defend Chloe Feynman. She was for, very well prepared. She went for it. It just didn't. It just didn't work. That's all. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the writer's strike is happening. Uh, no late night shows. Except for Gutfeld on Fox, um, but The Daily Show is dark. What show? Gutfeld, Greg What's Gutfeld. That? It's on the, the Fox News Network. It actually beats most of the other late night shows. For real? <laughs> yeah, it oh. does. Uh, it does pretty well. Uh, Pete Davidson uh, not doing SNL this weekend because SNL has gone dark. Oh damn! Uh, so no return of Pete uh, of Pete Davidson and uh, everything else. No Bill Maher. No John Oliver. No. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, oh, uh, the Daily. The the Daily Show, but that they were doing fill in hosts anyway on that. So those are the first ones. Uh, House of Dragons, they say um, uh, they had all scripts for season two uh, for House of Dragons have been turned in, so they do have full scripts for House of the Dragon. Okay. Uh, same thing with Abbott Elementary and uh, Cobra Kai, but uh, it's if this goes on for a long time, man, it is going to really, really, really like screw with television. Yeah, like really, really screw with television and. Um, James Corden, whose show finished last week before the possible writer's strike. I was just reading this about James Corden. Apparently, James Corden's show was just financially like it was a disaster. Oh, the, the, it was really? it was it was impossible for CBS to make money on the late late show with James Corden. They say that they brought in forty five million dollars a year uh, against sixty to sixty five million dollars in production costs. Ooh. So when he announced his last year, I guess maybe they they offered him to take a pay cut or shrink his staff, and he said, "Hey, listen, I'm not going to do the show for less money or or a smaller staff. So I'll sign for one more year, and then we'll do the whole thing." But they mm-hmm. were losing like millions, like twenty million dollars a year doing that show with James Corden. So it was never going to work. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, The Russian presidential administration said today that the Kremlin was attacked by drones overnight in an attempt on President Vladimir Putin's life. What? Uh, Moscow residents had reported hearing two explosions behind Kremlin walls shortly after 2 a.m. local time, after which the lights went out. Uh, Footage shared by residents um, on uh, Telegram and local social channels. Uh, There's like smoke and stuff going on behind the walls of the Kremlin. Uh, Authorities say that their authorities say that this was a brazen attack by Ukraine using two drones, both of which they say have been destroyed. The Kremlin is describing the incident as a, quote, planned terrorist attack and an assassination attempt on the president of Russia, and they are now threatening to take retaliatory measures. How these two small drones got through Russian's defense systems from... Did you see the footage? Yeah. They're like, they are 
are not, tiny. They were not armed. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but these are not armed drones. Like, where did they come from? Oh, I don't know. Maybe Russia. Right, they their own drones. There's no when you oh. watch, when you watch this, it's like, well, what, what do we what do we need to do to escalate this? Yeah, right. What do we need? Say what do we need to us. do? What just like a, fly some drones up, and then we're going to shoot them, right? And then there's going to be like smoke and fire, and then you know, and then we'll say launch the missiles, and then Putin right? hopping on his horse, bare chested. Yes, like it's all they it's all the they fight. need. Like how these two small drones? Like no, it's it's. It's so unbelievable. It's so unbelievable. But anyway, fill your boots, I guess. Start it all. End it all. Do your thing. You psychos. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, let's go to, oh, you want to hear Shaq uh, do a song? Like so Shaquille O'Neal? Shaquille O'Neal uh, has got a new rap song with Blackway called King Talk. I don't know who Blackway is. Who's that? Anybody know? Never heard of him. No, never heard, heard of him. No. So, um, is that who? Is this right? Is that who it is, Maury? Is it a guy mm. named Blackway? That's right. Yeah. Um, so, I guess they just like send stuff back and forth, and like Shaq's like super into music and whatever. I had no idea that Shaq, back in the Shaq day, even raps. Yeah, back in the day, Shaq released a full album. Was it good though? It was like it was the features that made the album. Good. Okay, because this sort of sounds good to me. That's King Talk. That's King Talk. British grime now? It's not bad, right? The the production on this is fantastic. Yes. And his rapping is, yeah. It's not bad. I'm not, not bad at all. We play worse stuff on this station. Oh, wow, damn. Oh, uh, like what? I'm right? Find, yeah, give us an example. Right? Fine. Come, come on, we got all day? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Do you hear that? Try we do. DC. This is not bad. This is good. I, I like it. It's kind of fire. I'm trying to find a yeah. song here. Uh, oh, is this old Shaq? Yeah. Rapping? Hold on. Is it clean? I guess we're going to find out. I can't imagine Shaq did dirty stuff back then, right? This, there's oh, okay, swear words go, in this one. Go. No, no, no. This so, is new, though. This like, is back uh, in the- this is uh, from the 90s. Fushnikins. What's <laughs> up, Doc? Where's Shaq? Is that Shaq? No, really? Oh, he sounds good. I miss samples and rap man. I really do. What's up, Doc? I really do. What's up, Doc? Can we rock? Yeah, that's Shaq from the nineties. That's great. What's up, Doc? Can we rock? Yeah. What rocks harder than that? What goes harder than what's up, Doc? Can we rock in the world of hip hop? Family show, man. Right? (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I'm going to read you a headline. 
that you're going to go, oh, my God, that's just about the worst thing in the world. And then I'm going to make it so much worse. Great. So the headline is missing Australian fisherman's body found in crocodile. Oh, my God. Now let me make it worse. Okay. The remains of an Australian man who went missing on a fishing trip have been found inside two crocodiles. Mm-hmm. What? It wasn't one crocodile. It was two crocodiles. They were feasting. 65-year-old Kevin, uh, Kevin Darrenby had gone fishing on Saturday in North Queensland as part of a group, and they shoot away a crocodile because they could start fishing. Because that's what you do in Australia. And uh, people fishing with Kevin, who was a pub manager, heard him yell, scream very loudly, followed by a large splash in the water. Rangers later uh, used rifles to shoot and kill two crocodiles. One measured 14 feet, the other 9 feet, that they found upstream from where the group was fishing. And examinations found human remains in both. Police say that it was a tragic ending for Mr. Darmody. They just Feasted. Oh, crocodiles are so gross. Crikey. I was watching a thing on hippos in Australia mm. the other day because hippos are like vicious, right? Like hippos kill. Like they are vicious. But the weird thing about hippos is that hippos are vegetarian. Huh. So when they kill you, they're not killing you to eat you. They're just murdering you. Oh, just for fun. For fun. Because they think that you're going to steal all their plants. Yeah. Like, they're just, like, they kill you, but they don't even eat you. It's not like, hey, I'm hungry, and I'm a carnivore. It's, I'm a murderer, and I don't like the look of your face. Here, crocodiles, come get your dinner. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, yeah. Let me get that. (laughs) Terrible. Hippos are awful, and they swim fast, too. Because when you look at a hippo, hippos should be lovable, right? They look cute. They're big, and they're fat. Right? Hippos should be like, like hippos should be like, like big dogs. Yeah. I right? Didn't th- I didn't think hippos were fast. Hippos. What? Go Google right now. Hippo swimming. Fast. Google hippo swimming fast. Come on. And you watch. They jump out of the water like hippo they're dolphins. Swimming. Fast. With those big asses they that they have. Eight, they apparently go eight kilometers an hour. Yes. Watch. You watch. Here. You're going to be amazed. Oh, wow. Damn. Damn. Right? That's not a dolphin? No, that's a hippo. Wow. That's pretty good. Good for you, hippos. <laughs> yeah. Do your thing. <laughs> no. Like, no, because they chase people. They're like, because we don't eat meat. <laughs> <laughs> also, why are you so fat? <laughs> <laughs> eating veggies all day. Right? Come on now. That's not a good look for the movement. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, man, we know soccer fans are crazy. So following the news that Lionel Messi uh, is going to be exiting uh, Paris Saint-Germain at the end of the season, fans went down and protested outside the club's headquarters where they were calling him like an SOB, super loud. Listen to this. basketball where you found out like one of the players was leaving at the end of the season and going down to like the headquarters and just yelling all they do in like north american sports is the trend is like you just take the jersey of the player from that team and then like you burn it you burn it yeah no these guys are nuts and and and, put it on tiktok and so neymar 
who is uh, Messi's uh, Argentinian teammate, mm-hmm. he's out with like an injury, right? Like it's not even that he's deciding to leave or like screwing anybody over. He's out with injury and fans showed up at his house in front of his driveway yelling at him. I don't know if they're saying it's in French. It could be wildly inappropriate. I think it's French. Maybe it's not French. I don't even know. What if we change the lyrics? I don't know. To what? Okay, I got it. Yeah? Okay, they're saying, get out the store, get out the store, get out, get out, get out the store. Okay? Play it again? Right? Does that make it better? Just don't don't say anything while you play it. Let me let me hear it. (laughs) I hear big brontosaur, big brontosaur. (laughs) Oh, hold on. Play That's what I that's hear. A good one. Yeah. Which is quite mean to say to somebody who's an athlete in peak condition. <laughs> who's up with an injury. <laughs> no. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Accessing adult websites in Utah is now a very complicated process that requires a picture of your face. <laughs> <laughs> Never go to Utah, more. <laughs> uh, so a new state law acquiring adult websites to verify the ages of their users took effect yesterday, making the state uh, the second to enact an age verification law to shield children from explicit material. Already the big ones like PH and every other website that goes with PH, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, they've already pulled out of Utah. Uh, for, uh, for the ones that are still active in Utah, if you want to watch, you must now submit to a lengthy, uh, time-consuming process that involves either using a third-party facial recognition technology that estimates your age, oh so God. you have to upload a photo of yourself, yeah. or by uploading your government-issued identification. Yeah. Well, that is... That is yeah, right. oh, <laughs> well, not even in Utah, and he's sweating already. Every time, or just once? Every time. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Maury's next question does that mean every, like multiple times a day yeah like, like is it like a subway transfer where i have like an hour window where like i can I, if i'm if i'm fast enough i can get home on the same fare does it work like that uh, what happens if i don't close the browser before matthew gets home Oh, man. Yeah, so uh, so that can't do that, bro. I was in Utah years ago, and I went out and got just. I tried to get drunk, and it was completely impossible because at the time, I don't think that you could put uh, a, a, a greater amount than three percent in a beer. Like you couldn't sell beer with more than three percent. Wow. And I crushed this like, during the prohibition. I crushed like 12 beers. No, it's like Mormon country. I crushed like 12 beers and like felt nothing. And I was like, what is even going on? And then you look and and you can't, uh, it's impossible to get drunk. And bars in Utah, <laughs> it is impossible to get drunk. <laughs> Trust and, me, I've tried. And, and bars in Utah, if you sell beer and wine, you're not allowed to sell alcohol. Like you're not allowed to sell liquor. What? Right? So like there's. It's either or? Yeah. So there's like bars that sell liquor. Uh-huh. But if you're a restaurant, you can sell beer and wine, but no liquor. Like that's the way it was when I was there. So if I want a whiskey, like before my meal. You have to go to a bar. Oh. And then come back to the restaurant and have your tasty meal. And then 
if you'd like a, a brandy at the end, you got to yeah, go back like to the bar. A little cognac? Yeah, no, no. Really? No, it doesn't oh. exist. It's so weird. It's so weird. They make everything so difficult there. It's beautiful, though. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, apparently, the season finale of Succession, which uh, airs May 28th, will be movie-sized. It's going to be a full 90. What? A full 90 minutes to wrap up... Uh, that show. Everything. What's the date? May 28th. May 28th. A lot of people looking forward to that. Uh, and it was announced that Kevin Costner will not be returning to Yellowstone after the conclusion of season five. Apparently, uh, he and co-creator Taylor Sheridan, Tyler Sheridan, I don't know, Taylor, uh, have not got along now for some time. And uh, we know that Costner only wanted to spend, I think it was like five days shooting. That's all he gave him for the second half of season five. But who even knows when that's going to be made because of the writer's strike and everything else. And who knows? But uh, I guess they will wrap up maybe Yellowstone. No. Maybe. But then they got the spinoff that they're doing with Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. So you got that to look forward to, I guess. But I is guess. Is it going to be in the same world? Like, are it's it's going to get... be the same world, I believe. But are we it, still going to get Beth and Rip and? No, I don't think so. No. No, but I mean, they may try and keep the show going without Costner. They may. I don't know how. I mean, oh, the no. wheels kind of came off that show, yes, yeah, season and a half ago. But I still enjoy it. But man, so we're going to R.I.P. 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 Come on, man. You want to fight someone? Fight me. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Legendary uh, rock band The Pixies are apologizing because their song is uh, ruining people's work day. What? So Google rolled out a new feature on the Android phone. So you used to have to say, hey, Google, and then command. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to your alarm in the morning, yeah. right? They made it so you no longer had to say, hey, Google, you could just say the words snooze or stop. Yeah. And oftentimes people don't like to wake up to an alarm. They like to wake up to one of their favorite songs. Sure. Okay. And so there's a lot of people who put in a song called Where Is My Mind by the Pixies, which, by the way, you may know this. It was the last song in the last scene of Fight Club. That's you may have known it from from there. Right. Uh, So here's how the song starts. Stop. Okay, so it was at that point where everybody's alarm is shutting off. So you want to wake up to this song, right? Mm-hmm. Your alarm goes off and you get this. Stop. And then it ends. <laughs> oh. Because okay. the guy in the song says stop. And then it, So your Android phone <laughs> is... Automatically thinks... Yes. That the song's talking to you. Yes. It's, so it's, it's not playing the rest of the song. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> so what are the Pixies going to do about it? They Actually, did, no. What is Google going to do about know. it? I don't know. They just tweeted out. Sorry about that. Um, but, uh, but yeah. No. Is everyone late for work? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. I do know the song. Yeah. <laughs> do you? From yeah. Fight Club, right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's where most people, I think, would know would know the song from is, uh, is Fight Club. But yeah, no, because you no longer have to say, hey, Google, to stop your alarm. You can just say snooze or stop. Ross, every time you say, hey, Google, I bet you everyone in the city's Google is going nuts. Yeah. Hey, Google, look up uh, how handsome Roz Weston is. Oh, God. Hey, Google, stop. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, Google. 
<laughs> why, hey Google, why is show. Ross? Why is Ross so fine? Hey Google, stop! Stop it! <laughs> Don't. Okay, people need to wake up to that. It'd be great. Do me a lot of favors. I like the uh, accolades. You know. Can I do uh, one that actually works? No. Do what one that actually works? Hey Google, make the sound of a dog barking. Oh, does that actually work? Does Google yes. do that? Because I don't have this kind of tech in my house. I won't allow it. Does that work on Siri? Hold on. Hey, Siri, what'd you ask for? Make the sound of a dog barking. Hey, Siri, make the sound of a dog barking. Does it work? Is Which your... Mark? Reyes, Saddleton, or Serio? You said oh, Mark. Oh. Make the sound of Mark barking? <laughs> oh, oops, no. no. Oh, which Mark? <laughs> it literally asked, which Mark? There's three Marks on my phone. Hey, Siri, make the sound of a dog barking. No, not gonna have him. Oh. Ask it. Hey Siri, oh, why, why is why is Roz so sexy? Just ask it. Hey Siri, why is Roz Weston so sexy? Come I'm on just now. Thinking for a long time. Yeah, uh, I just got a text that said I don't know how to respond to that. Oh. <laughs> I do. Lo- you know what that is? Loss of loss for words. That's, okay. what, we, that's <laughs> what we call that. That's Next. what we call that. Stunned. Stunned. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Kevin Hart, good friends or friends with uh, Jamie Foxx. And as we know, Jamie Foxx still in the hospital after uh, three weeks ago, he suffered some sort of medical emergency and nobody knows what's going on. Somebody sent out a, a, a message from his Instagram account yesterday, whether that was actually Jamie Foxx or a family member, who knows. Um, but Kevin Hart was on Logan's Paul, Logan Paul's podcast called Impulsive. Brilliant. <laughs> Uh, giving a, a quick update, saying what, what he can actually say. Uh, Jamie Foxx, our mm-hmm. thoughts are, are with him. Absolutely. Uh, crazy situation over the past couple of weeks with, with Jamie's health. Have you heard anything about his situation? Um, I mean, I've heard things, but I wouldn't, you know, I think I'm, I'm very um, fortunate to, to have the relationship that I have with Jamie and to be able to just check on him and stuff like that. So, you know, they're being tight. And for reasons just about where he is, because Jamie's always been a private person to a certain degree. Um, but, you know, I think the dope thing is that he's getting better in this situation. And, you know, everybody's prayers, everybody's um, love, energy, all that stuff is seen and felt. So in this case, man, you know, you just want the guy to, to get out of the situations and then get back home. Um, you know, I don't know the details. Uh, or the exact details as to what's going on. But to my knowledge is there is a, a lot of progression in the world of better man. So, you know, my love, uh, synergy, energy goes out to him. He's needed. He's necessary. I know that he knows that. And, um, you know, I know that he feels that because there has been an outcry and outpour of, uh, of support in this regard. So I can only hope that it continues. That is not optimistic sounding, huh? Not at all. Kevin Hart. Sharing his update on Jamie Foxx. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, one of the reasons I love Gwyneth Paltrow is because the woman just has no chill, which is, I, I think, why a lot of people don't like Gwyneth Paltrow. I love Gwyneth Paltrow and all her crazy wackiness and all this other stuff. And she doesn't have like a real great filter, but I think that that just comes from not so much being, you know, naive as, as it is. She just doesn't care. And she's just a very open person. And I think that that's what you get when Gwyneth Paltrow's in your life. So she's on the Call Her Daddy podcast, right? Oh, God. Yeah. And, yeah. And then the host starts asking her like about all her exes. And Gwyneth oh, Paltrow, no. Gwyneth Paltrow has no okay, chill. Listen to this. Okay, we're going to play a game. Brad or Ben? 
who had better style? Oh my gosh. I'm going back, back in time mm-hmm. now trying to assess wardrobes. Mm-hmm. Probably Brad. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who was more romantic? <laughs> um, Brad. Who was more likely to make you laugh? Ben. Who were you more likely to get into an argument with? Ben. Okay. <gasps> Who was better in bed? Oh, that is really hard because like Brad was like the sort of major chemistry love of your life kind of like at the time, you know, mm-hmm. and then like Ben was like technically excellent. <laughs> <laughs> but would you be willing to maybe drop a name of someone you've like even had a make out with that's A-list that like the world doesn't know about? I don't. I think I could say the name. Can you give names. a name? <laughs> what about a little names. Leo action? No, never made out with Leo. Never. He, d- he tried back in the day. <laughs> oh! But he was already like, you know, he was very doing his thing. Loose with the goods, mm-hmm. like from when he was nineteen. Oh what a god! Johnny Depp. Never made out with him. But we did a movie together, but we did not make out. Oh, my I love her so much. I love that Gwyneth Paltrow, when, 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 when she asks who is better in bed, Gwyneth Paltrow is stressing over that question. Not, but she doesn't say, oh, that's a personal question. She's stressing because she's like, oh, that's hard. Like there's no, <laughs> there, she has no hesitation yeah. whatsoever. So answer. between Ben Affleck and Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Yo, yeah. big up. What, what's her name? Um, yeah. Alex Cooper. Yeah, from yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Are you Daddy laughing? Podcast? Are you laughing at technically excellent? Technically excellent <laughs> is amazing. <laughs> if, I, if I'm Ben Affleck, even though I'm married to J Lo, I'm changing all my bios to technically excellent. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from six to ten on Kiss ninety two five. Kiss ninety two five dot com or download the Kiss ninety two five app.